So we're live once again. Um, we had a little break there again, Nick. A little weak break. Blame me for that one. I I, I do blame you actually. <laughs> so uh, Bucks and Brews back on the air. Um, we're joined this week with by uh, James Lowry. Uh, Jim and I are drinking the same thing basically. We're drinking yeah. Arizona teas. I have a green tea right here. And I have a light Arnold Palmer in the Slugatuck Brewing Glass. I am uh, drinking Bud Light because we are Bucks and Brews, and I'm going to drink a brew when I talk about money. Uh, tend to give more knowledge when I'm drinking than I do <laughs> when I don't. Don't ask me how that works. It just kind of works out for us. It, it, it does. It works. So we're going to talk tonight about sign-on bonuses, retention bonuses, uh, referral bonuses. That's why Jim's going to join us because he has specific thoughts, and I always love specific thoughts. I have, I have general and vague thoughts as well. Uh, a lot of them. That's helpful, too. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you guys think. I try not to do that. <laughs> like, I do have some news for Nick that I think is exciting, and I'm sure he will, too. So I got a message last night from Vanessa, Nick. Yeah, we found her on a couple times. Yeah, and, and she's doing great with her debt plan. Yeah. So her daughter is looking for new housing. So she got a hold of me. Uh, her daughter lives in Texas. Wanted to run it by me. So here's the scenario. Uh, credits down because of the pandemic. So, you know, she didn't have the ability to make all of her credit card payments on time. So it took a hit. Uh, for Christmas last year, her boyfriend got her a puppy. I believe it's a German Shepherd. So it's not going to be a tiny puppy. And they're quickly outgrowing the apartment they live in. Sure. So she's been looking since June for a house to rent. Three months, yeah. Yeah. And at this point, no houses to rent. Not that it'll take a dog. What part of Texas? I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I can tell you in a second here. No, you're fine. Uh... Tyler. Tyler, Texas. I don't know where that is either. Does it look like this? <laughs> <laughs> can I describe it on a hand map? I'm, I'm, oh, no. no, that's that's just for Michigan. Oh, okay. Um, so she kind of told me what her daughter was thinking. Now, there's an opportunity to rent from one of the mobile home parks down there. And we have that option here at a few. Nick has a Wonderful look on his face because he's thinking this is as good of an idea as what I did last night. <laughs> so, two bedroom, two bath, 960 square feet. It lists at $50,790 because it's not for rent, it's for sale. They don't have any rentals. 60000 okay. 50. 57? 50, 51. Okay, 51. 50,790. Gotcha. So, with Mortgage and lot rent, eleven fifteen a month. Yep. So some lot she, rent. They're pre-approved, twenty four hundred down. Um, the lot rent's five hundred. Does not know the terms of the loan. The note, yeah. And it's at eight point nine percent. Oh, so glad you're sharing this with me. <laughs> so, of course, I'm sitting there going, no, no. Yeah. Find something else. Find a different apartment. Do something. You're going to have to stick it out a year. 
I don't own a single land contract above six percent. <laughs> so that's I, a that's a bad used car loan. It, it really is. Oh, I mean, I know plenty of people with twenty five percent interest. But <laughs> so, that's a mediocre car okay. loan, okay? I, I basically gave an S in my feelings, which was, God, no, please don't. You're buying a depreciating yeah, asset. asset. Yeah. It, it's worse than a car. On top of high interest. Like, oh, baby. All right. So, so you know, they, they've already put in a 60-day notice on their apartment. Nope. And the place won't let them back out of it. Of course not. So... She, I, I said, well, she may be locked into a corner here. She may be screwed. No. She find something else within that time. I, I said, if it was me, I'm, I'm renting a different apartment. Find yeah. a different apartment that takes right. dogs. Yeah, it's not big enough for the puppy, but sacrifices need to be made. Yeah. So I get a message from Vanessa this morning. You're gonna like this. Her daughter just texted her. She went to work today. She works at a country club. I'm coming down to golf. I'm gonna give this girl some knowledge and trade for golf. She was talking out my way. <laughs> she was talking to one of the regular members that comes in and he owns rentals. Imagine that. <laughs> a guy that has time to golf. <laughs> and he has a duplex opening up and he's gonna run it to her for 9.30 a month. I don't know what the values are down there and what things are. I mean, sure, she's gonna save money. She's not, you know, I mean, you're taking an opportunity, right? For 200 bucks to, to, you know, we call it a depreciating asset of a mobile home, but uh, I get ticket financing, it means it has to be newer, right? Because it can't be right. an older mobile home. But uh, still, I, I mean, with 960 square feet, we're talking probably a single wide. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but still, you know, just remember that guy comes into her job every day. Yep. Or however often he comes in. But still. It's a tough one. I, I think it's a better option than it's a better option. Yes. Yeah. Right? So but, at least she found an option. Yeah. That's the uh, least worst uh, of the options. There yes. Is. Yes, it's the least bad option there is. Yeah. That's uh. Now she was smart, right? She'd start talking to that guy constantly, and you know, getting knowledge and figuring out. Hey, instead of renting, why don't I uh, why don't I purchase this thing yeah. from you? you that know? that hopefully hopefully she's gonna start listening to us, and maybe she'll listen to this episode and listen to what Nick says. <laughs> say right i mean every you know everybody asks me all the time would you sell your whole portfolio right and hell yes i would right? you you threatened to a few weeks back i threatened all the time i mean like dude if you make me an offer that i'm comfortable with right like i mean there's some there's like i value i value one house at like a dollar right like at, at times it's like dude i'm going through whatever if you just take it like cool and would then, that be the house you live in <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, like, I don't know, there's somewhere, like, it makes me good money. And it's like, man, you'd have to double pay me for that because, like, I have no problems and stuff like that. But right. It's just all a turn. But, uh, I mean, she should think about maybe trying to do something like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially, I mean, you know, if she has 2400 to put down on the on the place, that's still a down payment on, on a, you know, hey, a land contract. So. Well, I think eventually, you know, the hope is she gets the credit fixed and yeah. figures something out. but. I, I think if I'm remembering my numbers correctly, Vanessa said the credit scores around like 560. But still, that's why that's what I was saying. Line contract instead yeah. of yeah. instead of you have to worry about credit on a line contract, right? I mean, you can get a personal guarantee, <laughs> yep. which I mean, you know, I have those on a few, which is hilarious to me, right? Like I can technically personal guarantee everything that I own, which I mean, right? I do like a mortgage, yep. 
and, and my land contracts, some of them will make me a personal guarantee. And it's like, when you look at the amount of debt, like, no matter what, I, I you know, if I, if I don't pay it, like, I'm just broke as shit anyway. Good luck, you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, I, I, congrats on, on saving, you know, a couple hundred bucks and finding a place. And I don't know what she, I guess the hard part is I don't know what she's paying right now. What she was paying was within a couple hundred bucks. That's a lot of money. I, I want. I honestly want to say she was around eight-ish. Okay, so 100, 100 and something. Yeah, I mean, that's not horrible. No, I mean all things considered, you know, considering they stuck themselves in a, I got to move. Well, yeah, I mean, and if you think about it, if you listen to this episode, we're going to teach you how to get a sign-on bonus. <laughs> or not. Because <laughs> sign-on. Oh my dude, sign-on bonuses are the greatest thing. You got to work there for ninety days and then a big old f you to the person, right? That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just like, it's like credit yeah. cards, right? Like yeah. Yeah. sign up and get 500 bucks, uh, you know, if you spend whatever, or just for free for opening an account, I'm just going to go start. That's what I think I'm going to start doing. Is, like, <laughs> just going to work for these jobs for like 90 days of, at a time. They're going to be like, here's your job. Oh, you're a good employee. Or, or they'll say you're a crappy employee. And uh, they'll hand me my thousand dollars, $2,000, 2,500 bucks, whatever it is. And I'll just be like, dude, it was awesome working for you. I finally got what I was worth right here at the end. And you've proved it. I'm out, right? Like, and agree to another one. Right, you're not going to pay me what I'm worth because you would one time, but you won't pay me the whole time. Yeah, I'm out. Like, see, I got to go. <laughs> this other company just offered me 2500 bucks sign-on bonus. <laughs> so I, I guess that brings us to the crux of what we're talking right. about tonight is, is a sign-on bonus worth it? Yes. I think it, yes. <laughs> yeah, if you're hopping jobs every three months, it's worth it. Yeah. But for people like me or Jim who don't really want to hop jobs – want and should are two different things i can pay good money where i work i'm not yeah, hopping okay. for a couple grand well i think that's kind of you, you know, know part of the dynamic of what we want to talk about right yeah with the sign-on bonuses i mean if you look at the history of these things they're you know the, 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 they've been used uh, uh, pretty heavily in sports and i think the reason for that typically is you're, you're signing athletes that are coming out of college often oftentimes not always but oftentimes and it's to get some money in their pockets up front right mm-hmm. Um, because they haven't been, you know, some in some cases, um, uh, you know, a lot of even, um, you know, big name college athletes kind of struggle while they're in school, and so it's 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 done for that reason. Also, um, these types of you know sign-on and retention bonuses and things have been used for uh, corporate executives, right, to make sure that they're going to stick around at least long enough to get the you know company stock price to where the the uh, you know board of directors wants it to be. It's a really interesting dynamic to see these now being used for jobs that are much more portable, right? And, yep. and you think about that, um, you know, uh, people who are under contract, like corporate executives and sports figures and stuff, it's, they really don't have portable jobs. So the, the retention aspect of it um, is one of the things I think we really, you know, really need to think about, right? And, and I, I agree, Nick, that I think you're right. Um, there's a lot of, you know, the, the, there's a lot of, um, of factors that go into, you know, having a, say a $25,000 sign-on bonus for somebody that's making, you know, a quarter of a million a year versus a $500 or $1,000 signing bonus for somebody that's making 15 or 20 bucks an hour. Right. Um, and, and, and in a job that's very portable, especially in this economy, right? So I think the idea, the, the value that companies get from, from, from doing this um, is not what they think it is. And that's one of the things I think that, you know, this, this may be an opportunity, you know, to kind of kind of had a lot of talk lately about coming, you know, through the pandemic and, and hopefully at some point truly coming out of it, um, is there going to be sort of a workers revolution, right? Because 
Um, the situation of the economy has driven a lot of um, you know, a lot of wages up. Um, it's it's caused a lot of unemployment. It's it's caused a duality of unemployment and um, a lot of, of job openings. So companies are desperate. They're desperate, and they think that this is a way because maybe it's something that they've heard about. Um, other other companies have used for their senior management and their executives. Maybe they've heard about this as being you know um, something that other companies have used for for the lower skill, lower wage jobs. But it's it, I I I think it's it's really going to backfire for a lot of these, these places. Well, you know, and the, the way I look at it is I want constant cash flow, which, you know, when the three of us are talking, we know, hey, it's great. I, I got 500,000 bucks, you know, for working 90 days. Awesome. What are you going to do for me for the rest of the year? Exactly. And that's what people are losing sight of. So it, instead of that, pay me a dollar to an hour more so that I have the ability to make out. that money the entire year long and then my raises will be better. And hold, hold that thought for a second, Nick. So I, I saw a story yesterday, a catering company in the South that decided to pay all of their workers $2 more per hour. So they gave them just a $2 bump. Sure. And it increased their prices $12 per catering session. And twelve dollars total, or twelve dollars per per assignment, I guess. Per person per, per day. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, right. that's a yeah. that's a yeah. big that's a big jump. So they ended up booking more appointments than they ever had. They had more applicants than they've ever had, and their workers are happier than they've ever been. For how long? Well, that's you know that that's the question. But again, I mean, when you're valued, sure, you're willing to do these things. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, as I was going to say, one thing, you know, as much as, as much as Gen X and I are not on the same page of things, right. And as much as I troll their Facebook page, um, <laughs> you know, I, you know, when you get a bonus, man, like that was huge, right. I was getting, you know, higher bonuses. And it was funny because there was, there was always, there's always talks, right. When you work for a company, there's always talks of bonuses getting taken away and people would be like, oh man, when that happens, I quit or whatever. And like looking back at it, I was one that said, dude, if bonuses go away, I'm done, right? Like, it just, it's not worth it to me. Even if they gave me the, the dollar an hour raise or whatever, right? Technically, my bonus added up to like a couple bucks an hour, right? Because um, I knew they wouldn't give me fair, right? <laughs> it was, it was going to be, uh, you know, a much smaller chunk of it. And, uh, you know, I was, I could probably say, honestly, like, if it would have happened, I would have quit. Like, I would have been like, nope, hey, thanks, this isn't working out for me. You've officially proven that you're, you know, that you don't value me. Um, you don't want me to be part of the company in the family aspect, right? Like bonuses, it's it's based off of sales, right? It's based off of everything, you know, your profits. So, Revenue and profit. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, and, and I would say I think Gentex is different than a lot of companies out there. Yeah. Um, I I have a lot of friends. They don't get very many bonuses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I I if I'm lucky, we get a bonus every year, but it, you know it. It's a big company, so it amounts to you know somewhere between two and five hundred bucks usually. Sure. I, I, they'll put money into our retirement, yep. which is which great. is huge. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's huge, but you never see it. Right. Like, for so for me and you, we're sitting there going, "That's awesome." <laughs> that's that's big. for the normal person that yeah. is working every day. They're going, "Well, I don't see that in my check. I don't care." Yeah. Let's say, um, you know, my mom, my my whole family worked at Steelcase, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I worked there. We talked about it a couple times. Um, I remember when my mom had bonuses, right? I guess as younger, she was 
she was excited to get bonuses. She could take us kids out to do things. Yep. And, and then they got rid of bonuses. And it was just, you know, you're just stressed the whole entire time. And you're, you know, life is just different. So um, I like bonuses. Sign on bonuses is way different, right? It's yeah. At one time, it's a one time thing. Just to get you in the door. And, and then they, you know, and again, you're going to go, all right, cool. I've been here for, and you know, right when you get that. So you've been there 90 days. And the first 90 days, if you can do it that long, you're going to do it. Um, but then you get that and you're like, all right, this is great. So that lasts you like another 90 days, maybe, maybe up to a full year. Right. And you get your, you get your raise at the year mark and you're like, okay, wait, I only got a quarter. Right. Like I didn't get, you know, wait, I got 2,500 for being here for 90 and I've been here a year and now you've given me a quarter or like time out. So something right here, but most people don't look at it that way. They're like, no, I got, at least I got something. I could have got nothing. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. I mean, you're, you're, you're a valued you're a valued asset, right? Especially when you look at things like inflation being high right now as well oh, and yeah. stuff like that, right? So I do th I do want to take a little bit of exception with this term signing bonus in, in terms of how some companies use it, right? Because I would say a signing bonus is the day you start, you're getting paid, or, or the day you make a commitment, right? They're giving you something. Whereas, really, if you have to stick around for 30 days or 90 days or whatever, that's really, that really also is more of a retention bonus. And what I'm starting to see some companies do um, – and in, in, in my business, I'm a, I'm a technology consultant, um, and bonuses are part of our, you know, our it's part of our pay. We get quarterly bonuses or semi-annual, or sometimes some firms even do just annual bonuses. It's based on our contribution to revenue, typically, and sales and stuff like that, right? So, um, so that's really more of like a traditional type of a bonus, even though we might get, you know, at a different time scale or whatever. Sure. Um, and I and I it's so what I'm starting to see now is some companies, um, including a firm that I was working with earlier this year, and so full disclosure, for various reasons, um, really outside of um, my, my control, um, I've been in the job market four times in the, in the last year. Really? Yep. I left one firm to go to a technology, uh, a technology um, vendor. Um, they rescinded their offer, actually, so then I went to another firm which got bought by a company that I swore I would never do business with. So now I'm with another, I'm, I'm with another firm. Sure. And each of those cases, I, so I've been in the market as an employee, but I've also probably been involved in making 20 or 25 offers during, during, you know, in the past, say, maybe not calendar, but certainly in the past, uh, you know, 12 months. And one of the things I've seen sort of evolving quickly is the kind of the idea of combining um, signing bonuses and retention bonuses. Sure. And so I think that, and, and I think that's if the economy at the, or I should say the economy at the labor market doesn't start to stabilize pretty soon, I think you start seeing companies say, okay, we'll give you, and maybe it's a token amount at first, 100 or 500, but every so often we're going to give you a retention bonus. Yeah. So and that really does become part of your annual compensation. Then. Gentex, Gentex did it just for, just for a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I had left already, like I had been fired. Um, I had been fired. I have to be clear about that. Um, <laughs> say, uh, you know, my, my, my friends, it's, it's right about this time, like last year, right? So, um, the holidays here and people always take that extended weekend. Yep. Gentex came out and said, Hey, if you don't take time off, if you don't use vacation day, if, if you show up to work, you don't miss a single day, you're not late, you don't do whatever. We'll give you, we'll give you 500 bucks, right? For, and it was, I don't remember the exact total, but it was you know, seven weeks or something. Right. And so if you miss one day, they brought you down to like a uh, hundred bucks or something. Right. And if you miss two, you're just done. 
And uh, my buddy's like, man, I thought about not going on vacation. And like, that was like, that was like a huge thing for me, like just being out of this. And I was like, God, you're so effing broke. Like you poor piece of crap. Like it's, I don't try to be that way to people, but I was like, dude, you're willing to give up your amazing fun time of life. You're, you're willing to give up what you're working for to work for a company for a small amount of money. I mean, yeah. dude. I, it's no disrespect to people, but right now, I mean, if I handed you 500 bucks, what would you do with it? Right? Like you would put it in the bank or, you know, you might go buy dinner and go, okay, cool. Like that, that 500 bucks is just going to grow at, you know, no interest. But you know, man, if 500 bucks one time seven means that weeks. much, yeah. seven weeks is 280 hours. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it, it's just, you're talking like 60 cents Yeah. an hour. Yeah. It's not, it was nothing. Right. But I mean, and so they did it the one time and it was like, man, just because they kept having too many people like call in and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Gentex has, you know, what I assume most companies have like a, a 10 point system, right? So if you get written up, you, what, depending on like the, the scale, but if, if you're late, Hey, that's a point. If, you know, so if you're late or miss days when you don't have any vacation time, you know, after 10 points, you're gone. I mean, I remember somebody having 18 points, right? Like, no, at 10, you're supposed to be fired. But, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. I think that I'm not a lawyer, but I would love to be one. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, I'm watching this show, Suits. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. The first three episodes. I could have binge watched the shit out of this last <laughs> night. Anyway, but all I'm saying is, right, like, I feel like that's a way to, to sue somebody. Because, like, if I got fired at 10 points and somebody's still there for 18, granted they've been there longer, whatever. Like, I would just, I would lose my shit. Like, oh, no, like, you've been looking for a reason, yeah. and, and you had one, and now here it is. Like, you have to stick to what you're what you're doing. Consistent your policy. Um, well, I mean, you know, Jim's wife, Wendy, and my wife, Don, both used to work shift. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't have shift, you basically you go shopping at a local store and buy all the groceries for this person. That's and, a, it's a grocery delivery service. Right. So that was way better than what I said. <laughs> So uh, they would do bonuses. Like if you did 13 shops on a Sunday, they'd give you 100 bucks. Yeah. And Don would always sit there and do the math and go, that, that's not worth it to me. No. We're talking $7 per shop, and i got to work 15 hours to get right. 13 shops done unless I'm doing a bunch of doubles. Yeah. And most of the people never looked at it that way. They looked at it as saying, oh, I get more money. Right. Well, you know, and... We're not knocking on people for going to have, and you know, it's funny because on two sides of it, right? We always constantly talk about hustle yep. and people forget that there's a way to hustle, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, man, I'm out here grinding, I'm hustling, I got this extra hundred bucks, like I'm doing this. And it's like, you know, even like look at Vanessa, right? She's yep. like, hey, if I do this many more, I get this. If I do this, I get this, you know, extra or whatever. And it's like, that's awesome, right? And, you know, as long as you have it set up and she did, she had her life set up to where it's like it didn't impact her family. Her, her time to be with family and do all these things. But I mean, if, if we're talking seven bucks, like, you know, we have the time and the ability to sit here and do math and go, nah, dog, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm be, I'm be over here drinking Bud Light, you know what? Like, well, and I mean, it's one thing if you've got to give up, you know, a few hours to get that hundred bucks. To give up a 13 hour but, day? Yeah, to work a 13 hour day for an extra hundred dollars, that, yeah. that math doesn't add up to me. I'm not doing that. No. I mean, that, that's the Bill Gates story of he's not bending over for a $100 bill. We talk about the penny. Right. right. Like, I'm not I'm not saying I make a penny an hour. I don't even know what it is. But, like, I personally am not stopping to pick up a penny that I walk by. 
I actually, I usually walk by and go, man, I really hope some kid picks that up and starts doing financially successful, right? <laughs> like in my mind, I constantly like, I'm gonna leave that there for the next person so that way they can get to that next spot. And, and who's the next person? And it's usually you, right? Yeah, it usually usually is. is. Like there's times where I'll walk and be like, they'd be like, oh man, I saw it. And I was like, you think my ass is gonna bend over and get that dude? It's all yours. I'll, I'll grab a 20. <laughs> See, now, if, if the penny is an issue to pick up, yeah. like let's say it's glued down. I'm not working for that. Yeah. That's not <laughs> worth it to me. Like, if a $20 bill is glued down, I might work for that one. No, I, uh, if it's a matter of just picking it up, I'm picking it up. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I think it's it's a it's a sucker's a sucker's way to get people into the door, right? I mean, I think so. I don't. I think you know, from the company's perspective, they again, I think that you know, their hope or their their strategy is that they're going to get people in. Um, in the door, they're going to see, you know, maybe this is a good company to work for, or whatever. Or, you know, their maybe their average retention is 42 days or something, and they want people to stick around for 60 or 90 days. Yeah. I just think that um, that the sort of, I guess, the logic behind it in some cases, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Like you said, spread, the, you know, pay them more per hour, yeah. right? I think a lot of people would appreciate that, just having a higher base pay. The other thing that I, I mean, I think in some cases it, it might be useful if you know, I've got I've got two options on the table. They're both, you know, sixteen twenty dollars an hour. They're both, you know, they're, they're both the same amount. Oh, and this company's offering a signing bonus. Maybe I'll, you know, similar work. Maybe I'll consider that. So it can be kind of a, a sort of an incremental competitive advantage for the company. But for the worker, yeah, I think that you know you you could easily, especially again for those types of jobs that are that where, where the you know the, where, where you can easily you know switch from company to company or even industry to industry, there's not much of an incentive to stick around the long term if the reason that you're there is for the money. For that book, yeah. Especially if it's just a signing bonus. So this idea of using these you know, these retention bonuses that you get periodically, that's you know that that might be something that, that would be more fair to the employees and to the and to the employer. Well we kinda of, we kinda of hit on it last week. Uh, you know, we we're talking about how, you know, I, I hear a five year, right? What do you get? You get like a, a five dollar value or less and you know, 10 years, you get 15 bucks or whatever. Um, you know, real quick, I, I want to, you know, what, what are three things that you look for in a company when, when applying? Well, compensation, of course. Yep. Um, in, in my business, I look for its, its culture and really based around how much travel is expected. Okay. Right. And, um, and, and, you know, sort of how I fit in, right? Do I fit into the, the culture? Am I going to be an outsider? Am I going to be constantly questioned or, 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 you know, are people going to, uh, you know, listen and yeah. kind of make a contribution? Right? Now, yeah. so, so, I'm going to come to you on the same question. So yep. I think about yours, but let me. Uh, so, do you like to travel? I do, but not. You know, it got old quickly, right? It's so right, um, which is really, really fun to me because I want to. I want to. So compensation, right? I mean, yep. you work a job for money. We all Absolutely. agree upon that, right? Yep. Like, you don't do it because you. There's one percent in this world that do it because they love it, <laughs> right? The rest of us sure. do it because yep. you know because we we need to live and we want to have the. We best. want to do things we love, right? So number two. Uh, travel. We already kind of talked about yep. that. You don't. You don't really want to. And number three, the culture. Um, I guess why. Why do you care if you fit in? Like, what. What is that? What does that do for you? I guess. Well, just it, it reduces anxiety. So it's, it's one of those things where um, you know if you're constantly. And I'll give you an example. I used to work in politics, right? And it was really. And I got out. The <laughs> Dumbass. Day, well, I, got, I, I decided to get out the day that I realized I was spending more time fighting people that were supposed to be on my side than I was actually you know winning elections, right? Sure. So I basically I spent more time fighting my own party than I did the other party. Sure. And so I, and, and 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 I've been very conscious of that since then. 
it's one of those things where you know if if if, if someone feels threatened by you in a company, they can make your life hell. Oh, right? well, so those are the kinds of things I'm talking about in terms of the culture, right? So if it's collaborative, if it's you know a fun place to work, I'm gonna much more likely to stick around than if the if it's you know if, if it's like going to the rock pile every day. Right? Yeah, no, that, you know I think what's really fun. So uh, if you guys can't see, he, uh, Jim has a little bit of uh, saltiness in his hair. Right? He's, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say is he's he's been there, he's done it, right? Like when I was younger, like it was just shut your mouth and do the damn job, and like it sucks. But like I'm probably older maturity wise, like in in a job aspect. Mm-hmm than most people because I, I've built something. But, sure. you know, it's funny how different you are from my brother. My brother's five years older than me. And his question is, like, how often do I get to travel? And if it's, like, very small, he's like, dude, I want out of here. Like, he, he makes so much more traveling. Like, he doesn't have a family. Sure. Right? Like, he he just, he's there for the money, yeah. and this is what it is. And, like, I it's great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the culture, right? He is, he's very, and it's funny, I think, because we're all really kind of about that culture, um, especially in, in, my world like i want to be around people that don't question me mm-hmm. you know i mean i i want you to teach me not question me right mm-hmm. like sure um but you know him right he he's he's an electrician um fiber optics mm-hmm. and stuff like and so he's like he does not work well with others <laughs> like at all right mm-hmm. i mean him and i we can work really good together for a short period of time like if it's a day that we have to work together we will do great if i have to work with him two days in a row it don't talk to like we won't talk to each other right like it hey hand me that wrench here it comes yeah. right like it, it's just game over but um no I, I think that's great uh david three things i guess that you look for in a company well compensation is obviously the first sure um probably the second is the work-life balance yeah because it's important for me to be able to do the things i want to do yeah you know, during softball season, I'm out by two. That's not negotiable. I'm out. Yeah. If you need me, two damn bad. I'll be on the ball field. Don't call me. We can talk when we're done. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the third one is is probably a combination between location and culture. Sure. You know, I've I've come to enjoy working from home these last ten years. Yeah. Which tomorrow will be the nineteenth year I've been a priority health. Good for you. Um, I don't want to go back into an office ever. Right. I, that's just not happening. So, I mean, if they came to me and said, hey, your job is no longer work from home, I'd be like, hey, it's been great working here. I'm I'm out. Yeah. No, no, I, you know, I think that's, uh, we talked about the compensation. I, I think that's key. Work-life balance, right? Especially with the amount of stuff that you do, right? Um, and, you know, I, I think that for me, that's, again, right up there because one of the things I walked into a job, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, hey, how much time do I get off? Yep. Why? Well, you, you get two weeks. You get, nah, nah, like, I'm going to need, like, five, right? Like, well, we don't get that until 20 years. No, your other people don't get that until that. You want me? This is what right. I need, right? Like, I will be here every single day besides that. Otherwise, I get, you know, this is what I, like, using my demands, right? Because, no, I have things in my life that I want to go do, you know. My wife just texted me today, actually, which is really fun. Big congrats to me. Uh, shout out. Awesome. I'm great. Uh, no, she, uh. <laughs> She texted me telling me she gets the week off before Christmas, right? So, uh, like the 17th through like the 26th or whatever. And so I was like, Mexico, a cruise? I don't know. We're not going to be here. Yeah. That's all I know, right? I will have my flight be back probably Christmas Eve because she doesn't want to push it to come towards Christmas. And we'll, we'll, we'll be back in time, right? But otherwise, I guarantee I'm gone. And, and the freedom I have, like, once I got that freedom, holy crap, I don't want to give, you know, 
That's a huge benefit. Right? I was yeah. talking. I was talking to my mentor the other day because we I was going to buy a, a pretty substantial purchase from him, and we we sat for lunch and stuff. And he's like, you know, do you see yourself doing this for you know 20 more years or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I don't, there's nothing else I could really go out and do. He goes, no, you could. He goes, you can go back to a nine to five. And I was like, you're absolutely correct. But like, you know the feeling. Once you have that freedom, you're like, holy crap. You know, this is it's just it's way different right well, that was dawn when she had to get so when she left vw and had to get another job she had a hard time working nine to five right? she just hated it yeah and then she went and did shift she's like i'm out of here i'm gonna go do something else and yep. she did shift for a couple of weeks while she was interviewing other places and she's she basically said to me i can make more money doing this than i can work in nine to five and i set my own damn hours mm -hmm. so i'm done yeah and I'm like, okay, that's great. Now that she's open to business, she's like, I never wanted to. I never wanted to work a job where I had to work on the weekend. Yeah. And now she works every damn weekend, but she likes what she does. So she doesn't mind working every weekend. Sure. You know, and say so I know that you guys are going to be going on vacation yeah. soon, right? So like, it's it's hard earned. And yeah, like when you're a business owner, right? You work your butt off to get to where you want to be. Oh, right? oh yeah. Well, and like, so I know somebody that has recently interviewed for a job and taken a job. Yep. Um, which we can talk about off the air. Yeah. But this person, I asked them, I said, so you want benefits. What are the benefits they offer? And her answer to me was, I don't know, benefits. Yes. My favorite. I said, all right, well, tell me this. Do they have a retirement? Well, they have profit sharing. Okay. Do they also have a 401k? No. no. Okay. I said, what's the time off like? She goes, I don't know. <laughs> so I start researching into the company. Yeah, they have a 401k. They also have a 401k match. Yeah. They also have profit sharing. Oh, that's so frustrating. And I'm sitting there the whole time going, why don't you ask these questions? And she goes, well, it's not that important to me because my job doesn't have anything. That is correct, right? And, I, of course, I tell her the story. I said, you know, Nick's talking to a recruiter and lists out the things that are important to him. <laughs> what's my time off yeah. what's the 401k match and the yeah. recruiter goes i wouldn't ask them any of those questions and nick's answer is then they don't fucking want me because those are the only questions yeah. i give a shit about yeah. i care about me right you care about you and yeah. your company growing you don't care about me i know that like yes there is some companies out there that care and i you know but when it when it comes to a general warehouse slash you know factory like it, it's not right you're, you're replaceable here's one i have a quick story i see you want to say so uh taco bell on 28th street yes uh we have a uh, an old third baseman that has yes, to work there we do yeah uh so it's it's funny to me right so i drive up to the window oh what's up coach nick hey how's it going kid how's school oh i had to drop i had to do this and oh so that's what you're gonna do and no like me like you know the smile comes now me and my friend want to do this this and i was like right so like i try to talk to people like you get that passion to come out of them. And it's like, I'm not going to tell you to, to sit here and not do this, but make sure you stay focused. Make sure you, we talked about that with my niece. Like, yeah, I walked to the, she, she got a job at the ice cream shop. I walked up there and she'd probably only been there a little bit and her boss is right behind her. And I was like, I was like, Hey, you like, yeah. I go, good, quit. Right. Okay. And she's like, she looks at me and I was like, no, I was like, forget it. Go do what you want to do in life. Make sure you understand that this is what work really is. And yeah, it's fun for a little bit, but no, you need to go make yourself successful. You need to go live a dream beyond what you can fathom right now at this young age. I was very 
fortunate in life that I couldn't see it, but I understood it, right? Because I've watched other people kind of get there and um, I met the right people at the right times. But man, I, I don't know. I mean, when you talk to every old, in my head, right? When I talk to an old person, they're like, oh, I can't wait to retire. Like, I got this many years to retire. Like, you ask somebody, hey, how long do you have? Like, do you know how long you have to retire? Uh, 20 years. But 20 years. I mean, right? I'm like, not as old as you think I am. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm assume 40, right? But I mean, uh, and, yeah. yeah, so like, right, but like, you know, these people, like, they have these, these, hey, I have, I have this many, you know, yeah. 10 years, 20 years, or, or like yeah. 17 years, four months, yes, right? yeah, like, yeah, they've got so like, when, when you're doing that, like, that's not, no, no. right, like, yeah. you shouldn't be busting your butt for that little right. aspect, like, people used to, and it's funny, because everybody used to, oh, hey, when are you going to retire? 40. No, you know, there ain't no way, there ain't no way. You're damn right there in a way. I did it at like 30. <laughs> I was like, you know, say, yeah, you know, I, I remember being 28 years old. And I made just as much inside as I did outside of Gentex, right? Yeah. I, I like I made it, right? And that day changed my life. I remember like doing the math and figuring out my things and going, if I get fired any one of these days, I don't care, right? And so like the retention that they would give me that's where the bonuses actually like worked. Right. And I right. think bonuses are retention yeah. aspects, but like, you know, and if you're like, well, if you have it, why don't you quit? I actually enjoy warehousing. Right. Which is stupid as it is. Like I loved working from my wife hated it. I, I loved working from 3am to 1pm. Right. Like I was out halfway through a normal person's day. Like I, Oh yeah. I loved my it. amazing life. Yeah. You know, now my daughter, and like when I got out at one, I was home by like one seventeen. Got my mower on the trailer, got my truck going, did a couple lawns, and I could still go pick up my kid from school. And I was like, this is, like, I have my whole life structured and set up. Like, I could do all my real estate. I could do everything. And I'm still in bed by, like, 930, right? Like, I, I'm sitting at home enjoying my life. Like, um, no, I, I don't know. I, I say as much as the hard feelings I have, I, I don't have any because, like, they do try to take care of the employees. They just, you know, do it in a – they do it in a – vindictive way right like it's just it's horrible you know hey you know what i i remember i remember when i sat down at gentex right like hey how, how high up can i get where can i get in this company you can get anywhere you want you know you just gotta you gotta earn it all right what's it take to earn it just work hard and blah blah okay cool so i work hard and i'm like hey let me go now nah, you gotta have schooling that's not the way they told me when i first hired no 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 like I, you know no that's not this well no everybody has to have a degree Oh, like you, I, do you know my value? Cause I do, right? Like I am an asset. I mean, you know, the, the, the people I hire myself out to every now and then for some, for some real estate stuff, like they understand what my, my abilities are. They understand what my value is. Right. I mean, I have, he'll never watch it or whatever. Right. But I have a, I have a, an investor out of a different state who is a very high net worth person who talks to me about my opinions and my knowledge and my everything, right? Like my financials to him is like here and you have, and it's like, Oh no, you get it. You understand it. Yeah. This is where, but, and he, when he talks, it's like straight numbers and like, here, no, this, this is a good deal. This is makes sense. This, yes, I completely agree. But now you have to like, look at it from the ownership side. All right. So now if you own here at this really crappy area, you're going to get these tenants, your turnover is going to be this, like, let's talk real numbers. So your fake numbers on paper are fine, which we'll get into that in another real estate episode, I think, because like now I'm all heated up about it. <laughs> but um, you know, there's no 
there's no retention in in real estate, right? No, like, sure. I mean, it's not like I get to walk up to a tenant and be like, hey, I've got you here for a year, and throw me an extra grand, right? <laughs> like, thanks. Thanks, Nick, for keeping this roof over my head. No. No, in fact, the other way around, right? You have to offer incentives to <laughs> tenants, so you, don't, so you don't have to turn over the vacancy, yeah, yeah, right? That's so. exactly it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you and I are both unique, and I think Jim has a lot of this in him, too. Uh, when it comes to our value, we're Ric Flair. <laughs> All day, baby. I, if people are going to ask me what I'm worth, I'm Ric Flair. Yeah. I'm the best. And there is not anybody better. When people ask about coaching, I'm the best coach. That's why everybody else pisses me off. Because they look at the teams I coach and they're like, man, he must suck. And now I'm in a position with a good school, with a good team, and I don't I don't get those looks anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's the, nothing against our players, right? But mm -hmm. it's, it just goes to show, like, this practice aspect, right? Like yeah. the kids that you coach for now, they started out at three to five years old, yep. whatever it would be. They played all the way through. The kids we got, right, where – they oh man! Hey, freshman 16, year, yeah. like here we go. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, this guy seems like he's all right. Like, I'm gonna go hang out with my friend because my one other friend yeah, wants to do this, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and it's like, all right, cool. Here, this is called a ball. This is called a bat. Right? And you're, you're reteaching these fundamentals, and it's nothing against it. Like, they weren't that bad, but like, we weren't out there winning national championships, right? We weren't sending kids to D1 schools because. They didn't practice every single day. I mean, we had when we had them, right? They were there at practice. Like we had, yeah, every day. You know, like the kids when I coached bowling, right? I, I told them, I said, look, you can go to school and you're going to go to school for things, and it might not be bowling, but you know what? If it is bowling, like here's what you're going to have to do. And I tell, I tell everybody, like I started bowling at like 14 years old, right? I was a late bloomer compared to all my friends. My average went up 40 pins in one summer, and people were like, well, how'd you get better? I, I bowled 25 games a day, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. playing would be there all day long. But, yeah. but I, I loved being there, right? Yeah. Like, I got paid to be there sometimes. I mean, it was seven days a week, 25 games minimum, right? I mean, there was times where I'd, I'd work and do whatever. But, like, I put in the time. I put in the effort. I earned what I had. Yeah, I ended up getting a bowling scholarship, right? Like, I had to, I just had to do, you know, if, I, if all my friends bowled three games from – five years old till they were my age when I first started, I knew I had to bowl that same amount of games just in a shorter period of time. Right. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. and, uh, well, I mean, that goes back to time value of money. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what you need to do. Yeah. Well, trust me, bowling made me plenty of money back when I was in my prime. Uh, you know, everybody wanted to be the young cocky kid. I wasn't cocky. I was very, I it was weird. I, I, I played it very smooth. <laughs> Say way smoother than we play businesses now. That's a fact, right? Like I'm straightforward to the point, yep. and here we go, right? And, and people will say we're dicks. Yep. Oh, they say it about all three of us because mm -hmm. we're honest. Do you yep. call dick all the time? Uh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Huh. Because I am. I said we've only met like kind of like five <laughs> times, and I don't think I've ever heard you drop a swear word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I tell people the story about Christy all the time. The first time she had to call me on the phone, she cried for an hour. Yeah. She was terrified. Yeah. We're great friends now. No. Yeah. But don't back then, I'm just some loud guy that screams. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm great at what I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to teach if you're willing to learn, right? Pretty much, yeah. So. And I mean, the people, who, the people who it's not universally true. The people who who call me a dick are the are the people who don't know their jobs. Mm -hmm. 
and, and fuck with my shit. Yeah. So then I dropped two of them. <laughs> it's sick. Uh, right? you know, I did, I'm so used to that. I didn't even catch it. And all of a sudden, make sure. No, like, it's but, just, it's, to me, it's normal language. Yeah. Uh, it's like, side, another side note. So I sent my wife a. Everybody knows I'm a huge Gary Vee fan, right? Like, I, I own his shoes. I just, it's great. He has this video come out, and a lady goes, Why do you curse? And he goes, because that's who I am, right? Like, that's who I feel. And she's like, but you don't have to. It actually lowers your content. And he goes, it lowers your content, and people don't listen to you because you're cursing. And he goes, what the fuck? Like, this, right? is, this is me. I'm, I'm here. He goes, do I tell my, my employee I care about them? No. I say, I fucking care about you, right? Because it means something to me. Like, that passion comes out. And he's like, you know, and it goes on. And he goes, yeah, you know, your kids. And she, he goes, yeah, so... Me and me and Miss Smith are gonna have a conversation. You know, your kid has a real problem with swearing. And he goes, "Yeah, I don't fucking care, right?" Like, and he, and he's like, "Look, Miss Smith saw Miss Smith thought that if I got a D in science, my life was gonna end." And I was like, "If I got a D, I passed." And he goes, "She also thinks that dropping an F bomb means you're gonna fail in life." And I'm over here saying, "Fuck it, I'm well, what better off than her?" Like, it's not a financial thing, but like, really, it's it's. To me, cursing is is like you're actually showing some type of yeah. character. Like you're a normal person. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. I do too. <laughs> you know, um, and there's times where I will catch myself and I'll say, "Oh, my bad, sorry." Like mm -hmm. because I didn't intend it to be to be that way. But to me, it's you know that I actually mean something, right? I had a very good friend tell me once. She goes, "You know, people that curse a lot have very low vocabulary." Factual statement. He's dropping words over oh, here. I, 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 I said it's actually the opposite. I said true. specifically. I said my vocabulary is better than yours, and you can fuck off. Yeah. People who, um, I mean, in fact, I was involved. I wasn't personally involved with it, but I was in school when there were some studies on this being done at Michigan back in the '90s. Sparty, I'm. Where they, um, where they, they, uh, you know, determined that people who curse regularly, as just as part of like. Not, um, you know, who, who uh, do it, yeah, like violently or anything yeah. like that, but just people who just can use normal it conversation, language, yeah, um, are more intelligent, have a larger vocabulary, and are more creative. Yeah, I would say I'm creative. My vocabulary is nowhere near you guys. Well, I, I mean, I've seen you type, so I know. Yeah, I, say, I get to like four-letter words, and that's. I mean, <laughs> you know, well, I'll say this: my my dad didn't have the biggest vocabulary. He could use the the word "fuck" as every part of speech. Yep. See, and that's exactly right? it. So that's I, smart that's guy, right? Absolutely. Let's say. So now, I guess we talked about sign-on bonuses. We yep. we hinted on the, the retention thing and, and kind of what it means. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think just be careful and run your numbers on what this is, right? Yep. Like if you feel like you're getting screwed. That's one. That's that's a good point, but something I want to make. So when you know that thought, I, I want to. No, yeah, you're fine. Sure. So that, that's kind of what I'm saying is yep. like, just run, run, run it and understand like, you know, uh, again, these other people won't watch it. And I, I don't care. I, I say, I always say that, but like, really, I don't care if they watch it because I'll tell it to their face and I have to look at the face. We have a girl in, in the office that, uh, she's like, she's making smaller money. And, uh, She's like, I can go to McDonald's right now and make 15 bucks an hour. And I said, cool, take your ass to fucking McDonald's. Yeah. And I said, and she's like, why? Why shouldn't I be making 15? And I was like, why? Because you just fucking left the other day to go get your fucking haircut, right? You left the other day. You went and got your nails done. You went out for lunch, didn't you? You were actually going to take off Friday to go to Cedar Point, but you realized that they didn't open until the next month. You were going to do, <laughs> like, like, right, you were gonna do this. You did this. Like, here, here's a list of 10 things of what you've done that no other company would ever let you. 
caught you on your cell phone, guess what? No, that's guaranteed that's not going to happen at, at McDonald's, right? Like, no, like when you're here, you're expected to work. You're expected to get yeah. a job done. You have, sure, is there going to be a couple moments of free time? But it's not when you want it, right? It's exactly. when they want you to have it. Right. Like, that's called a break. That's called a lunch. That's called another break. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, you show up late for work, like what you just did, you know, today, right? No, that, that, you're going to get 10 of those, right? And then your ass is out the ground. Like, you don't get to show up when you want. You don't get to leave. Oh, hey, I got to leave early for a doctor's appointment. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, the freedom that you get is worth some type of money, and you have you have to be the one that has to choose it. She went to Amazon, made 18, 19 bucks an hour, whatever the heck it was. It lasted a day. Yeah. It was right back. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm be here full time. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Right? And granted, got it, got a raise, you know, whatever. But the fact is, is the benefits to, like, to, and, and I said, look, you're young, and I get it, like, the money. But, like, you have to realize, like, mm-hmm. Money is not everything. I mean, when you talk, when we talk compensation, yes, it's a huge that, factor in our yep. life. But dude, if you came to me, and I, it was funny, I, I made the joke today. My, my school, when I pick up my daughter, you go out there and there's a line of cars that can drive and pick up your kid, or you can get out and park and then hold a sign. So the print, the principal comes over, and there's supposed to be a teacher, and he's taking photos of each sign, and then, then your kid gets sent out. And uh, he's like, I'm supposed to have a teacher. I hear the bell ring. I'm supposed to have a teacher. And he said, I was like, dude, I'm for hire. Like, I'm here. Yeah. I'll, I'll work for an hour, right? Yeah. Like, six yeah. bucks. What's, like, dude, I'll do it for six bucks. <laughs> I, I'm friends with one of the other dads. And he's like, that's a case of beer a week. And I was like, you got it, man. Like, I'm here already yeah. anyway. You want to pay me? So I'll run my background check. I'll do, you know what, here. Just let me send these photos, dude. I'll be out here in the ice cold. You know, yeah. I, I'm already wasting that time, you know. My daughter's not, a, it's not my daughter's no, waist, no, right? But, but that the time there when she's not around is right. Like, is, yeah, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. and, and the effed up part about where I live is there is a million not my wife's, yeah, right. And I mean that okay, so here, here's what I mean by this my wife is if you're 30 minutes late, you're on time. Oh, okay, I am. Yeah. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Okay, so yeah. when you're in the driving lane, if you are not 30 minutes early, so she gets out at 3.30, let's say. Mm-hmm. If you're not there at 3 o'clock, the line is already wrapped around, so you're not going to get your kid for however long. So I always go stand, unless I show up early and I, I just talk business on my phone. Um, but it just blows my mind, the amount. And so now if you if you show up at the time it is, you're waiting 45. So you yeah. might as well show up that 30 minutes to get sure. that 15 extra yep. back in life. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm fortunate that I can do a lot of business from my phone. And so I can... Yeah. I can I'll stand out there and just talk and people look at me like I'm psycho because I'm constantly on my phone while waiting for my kid. You know, and the, I'll, I'll usually pause or hang up my conversation. I will always, once my kid walks up the door, yeah. she is my life and everybody that's on the phone knows that, right? Yeah. You have to hold on a second. Hey, blah, blah, blah. And like, and that, that's what it is. Like, she will have my undivided attention. She will know I'm here for her. This is why I'm picking her up. And then I'll be like, hey, dad's on the phone. Boom, here it is, right back at it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so, I mean, at that point, six bucks an hour, dude, you got, yeah. you got, your, you got your man. <laughs> I mean, your, your, your time invested is sunk in. Yes. Right? Like and, you said, yeah, there's no opportunity cost. And, and I, and I know that I don't have to be there on the days that other people aren't there. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, it, you know, it's, to me, money isn't everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, time, yeah. time is kind of becoming yeah, everything. Exactly. When I was younger, yeah, I was, I was the guy that worked 80 hours a week, and I still will, yeah. and still would for the right stuff, sure. like, but. No. Well, I mean, it's what I, you do with your time. It's, yeah, it's how you spend your time is what you do with your money, not how you spend your money what you do with your time. Correct. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I had a conversation with Caitlin the other day, and I said, you know, 
I worked a lot of overtime in my life with priority. You did, dude. Like this I mean, dude was I, I, beast. If, during open enrollment, it was not shocking if I put it in an 80 or 90 hour week. Yeah. Because they're paying me for it. Yep. And I told her specifically, I said, listen, I got to do it for my house. Yep. So I didn't mind doing it. If they would have made me come into the office no and put chance. in those kind of hours, <laughs> I'd have maxed at 50 and I would have gone home. Yep. Because I don't want to work that hard. And it's not that I'm not working hard at home. Yeah. But I mean, that's an hour out of my day to drive in and drive home and deal with people constantly. Yeah. Whereas I can just hyper focus at my house yep. and do what I need to do. Yep. Well, I was... You know, so we talked about that in a couple of episodes, like when I first started at Gentex, right? Like I remember getting written, I didn't get written up. I got talked to slash yelled at because I worked 65 hours and anything after 60 was double time. Mm. Oh, no, we can't, we can't be doing that. Dude, this dude had one guy. There's not allowed to be one person in the building. I had to be the second. Like you should be thanking me. Yeah. Instead, you're going, nah, you just cost us, you know, at the time I was making 10 bucks an hour. You cost us, you know, a hundred bucks. Yeah. We're a multi-billion-dollar corporation. You're pissed about a hundred bucks? Yeah. Like, man, go after yourself. So, I, from then on, I worked 59 and a half hours, right? I never went over that. Like, and I did that for a couple of years, and then, you know, it went, you know, and then it went down to 55, and then it went down to 50, and then by the end of it, I was working like 45, right? And I was like, you know, because I want that overtime because I like, I like that little benefit, and because I'm always a fan of if they offer overtime, I base, I base, I always base my life off of 40, but. That, that that extra and I was the guy that invested it right and I'm not working there so look where I am you know because I invested that hundred bucks whatever it ended up being that fifty bucks every week and fifty times fifty two right I mean we're looking at you know twenty five hundred yeah, sure. bucks like I mean it just added up added up added up and you know um I remember when I first started I said I wasn't gonna spend a bonus mm-hmm. right I promised myself I was like no you know what you're gonna be that guy who goes out after ten years. You're going to buy a brand new Dodge Viper with all your bonus <laughs> money, right? Like, cool. That's what I'm going to do. Like, I, I, yeah. And so then, you know, I get through it and I was like, all right, I'm doing this. And I had enough money to go buy a Dodge Viper. I mean, I post it all the time. You know, oh, I'm going to look at a Dodge Viper. I'm going to look at a Dodge Viper. Every time I go look at them, every time I do whatever, I'm like, man, that's a down payment. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I just can't do it. Can't do it. You know, it's like I never could bring myself to do it. But I, I, I don't know. It's, to me, you have to you have to work for something, right? And exactly. I'll work ninety days for that bonus, right. and then I'm out, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> like, I will work for the money. Well, just as a corollary to that, though, and it's kind of alludes or, or looks back at a couple of things we were talking about earlier. Um, it's amazing to me, especially in my line of business. Um, I, I I do um, software implementations for um, Oracle software, right? So it's all financial stuff. It's people <laughs> who are accountants, yeah. It's people who yeah. are accountants, it's people who are finance. And it amazes me how many people, even people that I work with and my clients and stuff like that, don't know what their compensation is. Really? Yep. Because some people aren't spending the time to figure it out. They're not, they're not, they don't know how exactly what their 401k match is. They don't know what their, how, what the value of their benefits are, what the value of, of what they're, they know what they're paying in for benefits, but they don't know what the company's paying in. I guess, I'm, I guess I, I didn't know right? that. And yeah. I never, I never looked into it because all that mattered to me was, money out not my company yep. but like one you know when we talk about companies one of the biggest things i had was because my dad always like went through it was like hey you get 90 days then you start getting benefits and 
you know, I, I always work for a job where, hey, the day you get hired, mm -hmm. or, or within 30, my, my goal was 30 days, right? Yeah. So 30 days. You know, the end of that month. Or the could, of yeah, because, of because I figure, I figure, hey, it takes them 30 days to write paperwork. I'll give them the excuse. <laughs> like, right? But like, nope. I, that, that's who I want to work for. The company that literally instantly invested me, right? Sure. And um, it was, I remember working at Genetix, like, I, I hit so many lucky bumps in my career. Um, but they, you know, they used to be, Hey, you one year and then you can start investing in 401k. Yep. And I was probably three months in and they're like, yep, yeah, we're taking that away. You can instantly start investing. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if it was, they hired 15 of me who were like, dude, I want to invest in my 401k. But the people I worked with in the warehouse, the 15 of them, there was three of us sure. that invested in their 401k at all. Yep. Any, any money, right? Like not, again, I, I would beg people, dude, you're getting a, a raise here take it and put 3% in your comfort. I was like, dude, are you comfortable li li making the money you make? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I am. Put the, put your yep. raise under your phone. I was like, dude, yeah. you're, you're fine. You're making yep. your bills. Yep. You'll never see the difference. Like, yes. Okay. You have to wait six more months to see money in your account. But like, what are you going to do with that 20 bucks? Nothing. Right. Like 20, if 20 bucks means that much to you, bro, like take a look at your life. And I would, maybe I always said it like an asshole. Cause that's probably the problem. But like, if 20 bucks means that much to you, like you need to look at your life and realize that you're doing something wrong. Right. right? So you'll, you'll love this. No, probably not. You won't. So, you know, some of the girls I used to coach are playing slow pitch. Yeah. And one of them's Ashley. Yeah. And we go out, get a couple drinks and dinner one night after the game. Yep. And I said, so, uh, how's 401k looking? I, I haven't set that up yet. I'm like, you've been there two months. What do you mean you haven't set it up yet? Well, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, you're going to set it up tomorrow because I'm going to ask you tomorrow. And she goes, okay. So first thing I did when I hopped online that morning is I sent her a message in Teams. I said, you need to set up your 403B. Yeah. I said 401K, but it's 403 Same thing. Yeah. So she gets a hold of me about noontime and says, all right, how do I do this? So I tell her what to do. And she goes, they have all these options. Okay. I said, yeah, you're going to put these percentages in these oh, stocks. Whatever, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. And she goes, okay. And she set it up that day. I said, I want you to do, I want you to do 10%. Yep. Because you're not really used to making this kind of money. Yep. Well, not too much in it. She might be. She now. might be, yeah. but she doesn't have to have it. Correct. And they're going to give you 3%. So you're going to have 13% put in your retirement every two weeks. Yep. And that's. And that's gonna yeah that, that's gonna set you up for great things ashley if you listen to this episode make sure that when coach david and i die you pay for our burials because you'll have the money <laughs> right like you'll have the money because of us right well like, i mean mine's gonna be 800 bucks because they're just burning my ass yeah but you gotta figure out some i mean what are you gonna do with your ashes i don't give a fuck have you seen the tiktok where the guy takes a stick and Pokes it and says, hey, Grandpa, tickle, tickle to the ashes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, um, no, but, like, I, you know, I, I get it. It's 800 bucks, but still, like, yeah, you've made 800 bucks because of us, so thanks for paying for that for us. Well, she's made way more than that, honestly. Already? Well, I mean, she, All not right, even in the 403B, but, I mean, just getting the job. Yeah. She got a $10 an hour job. Yeah, but I didn't do anything with that. I, I mean, Granted, we told her to start finding a better job, but, um, no, it's... You know, I, and again, people need to start looking at their life because we're looking at that. Do you know what my referral bonus was for that? Zero dollars, zero cents. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, oh, so that, oh, gosh, let's talk about that. That's huge. Especially referral, in my bonus. Life. Yeah, referral bonuses, yeah. right? So 
Gentex would be like, hey, if you have somebody, we'll give you a hundred bucks. And dude, you you would just get anybody and everybody. But me, I'm the kind of person I'm gonna put my name out there for anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing I will tell you is uh, I give referral bonuses to my tenants. Sure. Walt gives his referral bonuses to his tenants, right? Hey, just to let you know, I have a unit that's coming available. If you find somebody, I'll give you 50 bucks. It's weird how many people, like, all of a sudden you get phone calls. Hey, I hear you have a place coming available. Hey, yeah. Walt, I'll give you 100 bucks because he had a nicer place than I did. Yeah. And he has more money than me because, you know, rich asshole. No, <laughs> just a great guy. But, you know, and just he, he said he's never listed his place yeah. in downtown Grand Rapids, the one I was going to buy. Yeah. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful 12 units in you're familiar with downtown sure, absolutely so it's it's right in between um saint mary's and spectrum okay yeah right like yeah, yeah. this nice is area. this is yeah. prime prime yeah. grand rapids real estate like um you give a hundred bucks and some of the people like they're pre-med stuff they're they're all all these people yeah, that are there are, are great um but he he never he hasn't listed it in like i think he said like 15 to 20 years because yeah. that hundred bucks just and and the good thing is, is like good people know good people, right? So like, hey, if you're a good tenant and like, if you're a good tenant and you give me a referral, hey, my friend's looking, chances are your friend's just as good right. as you. Yep. Hopefully better. Yep. Well, you know, it's, it's one of the things we do here at the business. Yeah. You know, Referrals, we tell, sure. yeah, we tell people when they're leaving, yep. hey, tell your friends if they book an appointment because of you, we're going to give you a $5 credit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that referrals tend to be some of the best investments you can make, right? I mean, it, you know, you can go and... and in my business, we, it, it's, it's thought that it, it typically costs about a hundred thousand dollars to hire someone in my business. With the you know, especially if they have to have professional certifications and stuff yeah. like that, because all the time spent searching, paying headhunters and stuff like that. You can pay an employee five or ten grand to get a referral, and the cost of that goes down to probably fifteen thousand. Yeah. Right. And and it's and it's typically going to be a good employee who's you know got similar values and looking for similar. Yep. You know, if it's if it's a, especially if it's an employee who. You know, has been around or, or whatever fits in well with the company, likes yeah. the culture. That's typically what you're going to see, right? So yeah. they tend to be very, very good investments for everyone all the way around. Yep. Have you so another Gary Vee thing that I've seen? John Taffer, I think. Yep. The, the guy that does the bar rescue. Yep. He, he does this thing of referrals. He goes, all right. So first time a person comes in, the host is going to ask him, hey, is this your first time joining us? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, you're putting a red napkin at their table because that way the manager comes over and says, hey, this is the first time. Hey, first time joining us. Thanks so much. Hey, like you, you know, oh, you had the, you had the, the chicken tonight. You got to try our ribs. Our ribs are amazing. Here's a free rib for the next time you guys come in. He goes, he said something like 50% of those people will come back and I'm, I'm making up these yeah. numbers. Um, he's like 50% are going to come back for the next one. He goes, mm-hmm. and then you know what? They're going to, they're going to bring that coupon and they're going to set it. And you're going to know that they've only been there one time. Mm-hmm. So the second time, right? What you do is you walk up and go, oh man, what'd you think of those ribs? Weren't they amazing? Yeah. You gotta try our cheesecake. Uh-huh. Our cheesecake is amazing, right? Hey, tell you what, come back on us. Here's this free cheesecake, right? You know, twenty some percent of those are gonna come back. And once you have them the third time, he goes, they're gonna be almost yep. guaranteed that they're coming back. Sure. He goes, the, the the constant referral of it. He goes, it's worth. He goes, so your seven dollars or something is what his total was. Mm-hmm. Seven dollars into a into a customer, and you've made yourself thousands. Sure, and not only that, but because you're because you're doing that to them, they're gonna they're also gonna the word of mouth. Oh, tell their friends yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you go in there and tell them it's your first time, you're gonna get free rack exactly. of ribs, right? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, cool. I'll go up a second time to get my free rack of ribs, right? Yeah, like exactly. my wife and I, when we were you know less fortunate, granted we ate out all the time because we we're stupid, but <laughs> you know like we we'd go to 
Fridays and Fridays. Oh, hey, first time? Yeah. Bet that like a hundred times, right? Yep. Here's a free appetizer. Hell yeah, I'll see you Friday. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm already there, but you know, the, the turnover they went through through manager. I could just tell the manager he has my first time and you know, we didn't get to know him. But like our waitress is sitting here laughing because we're the same waitress for gosh knows how long. And she's like, Oh, cool, you guys gonna, you guys want to use that right now? <laughs> she goes, see you next week, right? But no, it's uh it's it's really like that you know, the the referral aspect of things is huge, you know. Um I, it's, it's one thing that I think people forget about is, is when you have a good employee, that constant, right? Yep. So, um, I don't know how Gentex does it. Like if they actually look at the referral and like who did it and how good of an employee they are, or cause you can tell, Hey, they're just here for the money or they're actually right. yep. a good employee that's going to bring in good people. So, um, when you're, when you're just a number, I don't think they care. They just want numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, I think again, it, it gets, you know, strategically back to what, what, what's, what's the company looking for, right? Are they looking for, People are going to stick around, or they're looking for people who, you know, um, you know, is it longevity? Is it just they need a, you know, somebody with a pulse for a yeah. short period of time? Um, and you know, they structure that accordingly. I think from you know perspective of probably most folks in your audience um, who are, you know, um, in an employment situation themselves, uh, it's a, it's just a, it's a great way. You know, people will sometimes. Well, I don't, I'm not sure how my, you know, I'm not sure if I want to refer my friend because of this or that, or I'm not sure, you know, because I'm not really 100% thrilled with this company. I say just, you know, it, it can be kind of a numbers game, right? Just go for it. Sure. Um, and and uh, if it works, it, you know, it's, it's never going to, I guess, unless you referred 10, you know, complete idiots who came and got their 90-day bonus and left or whatever the case right. might be. But typically, uh, at least in my experience, um, companies, if you, you know, if you make a couple bad referrals, they're not going to hold that against you, right? right. Well, it's say, and anybody that's out there looking to get a referral bonus um, and your company has a sign-on bonus, let me know. Um, I will get you a referral bonus. I will work the 90 days. I will get my 2500 bucks, and I will walk. And then you and I can both laugh when I give my I speech. And my I speech is... I just don't see myself coming back here again, right? <laughs> like that is that is who I am. So, uh, I gosh, I hope somebody reaches out about that, right? <laughs> like I really do. I'll even travel. I'll even travel for it. Like I'll tell my wife, hey, I gotta go for you know 30, 60, 90 days, and I'll just I'll shack up with that person because you know they they you know they, they, us, they know us, right? <laughs> so. Um, I'll totally do this for somebody. This is Wait, great. You know, it's funny. I've, I've referred a lot of people to my company yeah. over the years, and Ashley's the first one they ever hired. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've always said it's, I, I don't have any stroke there because I'm a dick. It's true. And I said that to Ashley when she was interviewing. I'm like, listen, I have no stroke here. Everybody thinks I'm a dick. So, yeah, you're, it, you're getting it on your own. I'm making the introduction. Right. Yeah. And Christy always takes issue with that now. And she tells me all the time, she goes, everybody that thinks you're a dick is either in a different department or retired. Yeah. Most of the people here know you're not a dick and they actually like you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just not used to that. So I'm just telling everybody I'm a dick. Right. And we'll say that's just exactly it. I mean, I, when doing referrals, I always do, no matter what the referral is, I always say, I guarantee the introduction. Yep. I'm not going to guarantee the relationship. Yep. Right. Well, I, I had a, a friend. I that really oh, that's great. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's, like, yep. that's the word I, I use. That word. I'm like, I'll guarantee. I'll guarantee this introduction. I'll make it happen. I'm not guaranteeing that you get. It's going to work out. I'm not. You know. Yeah. And then I think that helps set expectations appropriately low. Well, I say, I, you know, right? when, like when, you said, you've done yeah. so many referrals, and 
you've got there, there's been one higher on it. Right. right. Yeah. And I said I don't. I mean, I've done a few, right? But it's it's normally I don't say it the same way you do. But I'm just like, look, they told me to have a referral, or hey, I, you know, I enjoy what I do. Give it a shot if you want yep. it here. I'll you know put my name down. If they call me, I'll tell you. I'll tell them exactly what I think of you. Yeah, come on in. Hey, we got guests. Hey, yo. Wendy, you want to join us? No, Wendy does not want to join us. Um, well, you know, it's funny because speaking of referrals, I get a message the other day saying, hey, how do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, oh, I coached their kid in softball a couple different times. Why? Well, I saw you're hooked up with them on LinkedIn and their company has a job opening and I was, you know, hoping you could tell me oh, something. Yeah. I'm like, I'll send an email, not a problem. Yeah. He's like, I don't I don't want to put you out. I'm like, no, it's no problem. So I emailed the guy and his wife because they both like me. Yeah. And I mentioned it to him and he's like, you emailed both of them? Yeah, I want to make sure he gets my message. Yeah. And, you know, the guy went and interviewed at the company. He said that, you know, great company, really liked him. They're just not quite paying what he's looking for. He goes, and I can't thank you enough for setting that up. I'm like, all I did was send an email that says, hey, this guy's looking. I yeah, tell, again, it's the introduction. Yeah. People, you know what? And, and the problem is right there. Like, me, somebody tells me they can't thank me enough. I say, yes, you can. <laughs> Do you know what a Bud Light tastes like? Right? Like, all the time. I, You know what? Oh, man, I'll get you a beer. Like, cool. When you get your job. And I used to do that for people. Sorry. Hey, if and that, that's how I yeah. usually do it. Hey, man, I can't guarantee you get it. But if you do, just remember, first round's on you. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, yeah, man, I got you. You know how many times I got paid that? Probably once. <laughs> Maybe, right? Like, <laughs> this sucker's <laughs> like, no, nah, man, no. Nah. I'll call him on the phone. I do it all by myself. Yeah. I will every time. I'll be like, hey, man, let's go. Yeah. No, no, I got, I'm busy. No, I got, cool. Give me the five bucks to go buy my own damn beer. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, we were sitting in the dugout. And I made some stupid comment in the dugout, something to the effect of, well, we won't bat around. And Nick goes, I'll take that bet. What are we betting? I'm like, I'll bet dinner. Yeah. And two right. days later, Nick sends me a message. He goes, hey, let's uh, hit up Sports Center Cafe. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I go over there and he goes, by the way, you're buying because you owe me dinner because you lost the bet. I'm like, that's fine. Mind you, you took me to a place with cheap food, cheap drinks. <laughs> I can win a bet for a hundred bucks and forget all about it the next day. If it's food or drink, right. I'm gonna remember. It I say sure. all all day I'm gonna do it. Yep. I'll say yep. no. It's uh, uh, say anything new in life. So you have a new job. How old oh. is the job? Uh, a few weeks now. A few weeks. Yep. You're loving it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a great firm. So I, I, it's, I've been doing the same thing for almost 25 years now. It's really again getting back to what we were talking about earlier. It's really about culture sure. and and uh, you know. Um, and be, you know, being a good fit and making and, and having a firm that's uh, that's collaborative. Yeah. So, David, getting healthier. I'm getting healthier. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I had my wrist surgery. Yeah. Um. So that's. I mean, it's not 100, percent but it's feeling better. So you're not crying right now. I'm not crying right so, now, like I was at your house. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think I'm gonna swim this weekend. It's supposed to be 80. Yeah. The pool's not closed. Not yet. Oh. This I I was gonna close it tonight, and then we had this and. I my buddy told me I was supposed to be 80 all weekend. And I was like, all right, I might do a Sunday. You might, you might see me a little bit then. Yeah, it's it's we'll starting tomorrow through the say, night, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, we uh, so we we were kind of off the air again. So, uh, like you know, I, I hope we get back to a regular schedule we, here. We well say David always is busy on Tuesdays now, and that's my like free day I, usually. Next Tuesday is the yeah. last day I'm busy. Yeah, so we'll we'll try to get back to Tuesdays. Um, and I can probably still do something next Tuesday. Yeah, and then uh. 
but so I, I ended up getting into a car crash. Yep. yep. Uh, totaled an entire car. Um, what car was it? It was my company's 2018 Toyota Camry oh, with not, not even 50,000 miles on it. Oh. Um, yeah, so I got that going for me. Um, say, you know, I have my city inspections, which we all know I, I freak out a little bit about because I want to make sure I, I, I nail these things. Yep. Because reputation to me is, is key, right? Like if, if you, well, you have it, it's funny, like, right. I, so walk in and guy goes to the first department, which I always throw, I, I always show my, my, my best one, right? Because it's top left or whatever. Right. He's like, that's a really nice apartment. And I was mm-hmm. like, don't worry, they get better from here, right? He's like, <laughs> he's like I know. And uh, walks through and smoke detectors work and gets to the third one and he's like, did you walk through these before I come here? I go, what do you think I am, stupid? <laughs> he's like, gosh, I wish so many other people would do this. And I was like, yeah, but they don't value their money, right? And they don't care. I was like, it cost me 200 bucks for them to go through each unit, right? Which, so think about the amount of money he made on me. Okay, so I, I just did it on my on one of my eight units, right? Okay. So he made 1,600 bucks. 1,600 bucks. Started at nine, we were done by 925. <laughs> he made $3,200 an hour. That's yep. that's a great job. How do I get that? You know how much it cost me? I, I now have a door to do, I have something else to do, plus yep. I spent like, you know, 100 something bucks to get ready for it. Like. This dude made thirty-two hundred bucks an hour. How how do we get that job? Uh, you have to have a yeah. We'll talk about that later because I want one. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but no, I think he only makes like twenty bucks an hour, right? But the city. Yeah. yeah mind you, we, I bet you about it, right? I paid ten thousand dollars a year in taxes nope. on that property. Like, sorry, nine thousand nine hundred eighty-eight dollars and sixty-six cents. You didn't pay ten thousand. You're right, I didn't. Okay, I was eleven bucks yeah. off. F you. I <laughs> say. And then I just paid you $3,200 or so yeah. $1,600. Mm-hmm. Now, if they come back, if they come back, so one smoke detector fails, uh, I have open wire, uh, something to make me fail, right? Um, that would cost me another $125 per unit that they have to come back to. Wow. Right? So every time every they have year. to come back to, uh, I get two years. Okay. But, right. yeah. So like, that's the thing. So on my duplexes, right? So... I can get I can get four years I can get four years max. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get four years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When when we did my four when we did my duplex, uh, I had to fix a globe outside, which was two dollars and fifty cents from Menards. Uh, the the screws were there, but that's a dollar a pack. And uh, I had an outlet that the ground not sorry the uh, neutral came off mm-hmm. a little bit. It was a little loose, so I, I tightened it up because. Um, that wasn't a big deal, uh, but my, my whole thing cost me five bucks, right? So to fix the entire place and that four years, right? So I don't have to spend $400 every two years. Right. I now get to spend $400 every four years. And that's worth, I mean, five, yeah, like, <laughs> right. And, you know, it's worth it to me right, right, to yeah. go in, um, make sure everything's good. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I, I don't want to say it on air type thing of like some of the things that I can get away with because my credibility of what it is like you know uh so i had fire extinguishers which should be a little bit of a thing Mm -hmm. but he's like hey oh these didn't get inspected and it really did slip my mind it cost me eight bucks and he has the choice and he's coming back for it or not he's like just send me photos because i told him i said look i'm gonna head right down there right now and he knows when i say that because you've established i'm literally i'm literally and i'm grabbing them while he's there and i drive and he gets an email before he probably leaves my parking lot because he's writing his notes and he's like you didn't have to send it right away. Oh, I know, yeah. but I did, right? Yeah. And he and he understands I respect him, mm-hmm. and he respects me right back, right? And so to me, 
that that is worth every one of it. Every one of it, money. So um, we will we will try to get this back to every week on regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, you know, you might have to move your antenna a little bit to get us come in. Um, all the young kids watching have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> say add some aluminum foil to the rabbit ears yes. hire your buddy that's drunk enough to stand there right i get it i've been there i've been that buddy no um guys i i hope we gave enough knowledge if you guys have any more questions about this why it's a bad idea to just go for a sign-on bonus uh unless you're me um who is literally just doing it to screw the system um give us a call you know give us a call give us a text a facebook message anything like that uh, if you have other topics that you want to know about, especially during these, I mean, there really are, I wouldn't say trying times, but like these are tough times. Unprecedented for people who are alive today, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, reach out to us. Uh, so like always, like, subscribe, share. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to my, uh, you guys heard it, clinking bottles of uh, Bud Light out there. Um, David. I'm shouting out to uh, Arizona for the Arnold Palmer and green tea. Dude, you guys. Are those old? Because they're only 99 cents. I thought they went up to like a buck nine. But... No, I got them at Walgreens on the way here. I asked Jim, I said, Jim, what type of tea do you want? He goes, I drink any tea. I did. Oh. I drink that tea. Oolong tea, that's that's the that's the tea I'm going to drink. I like that, too. You know what kind of tea I drink? None. <laughs> I used to drink the hell out of the Sobe teas. Oh, no. Like them. Can't even do it. So, Guys, thanks so much. I, I really hope you learned a little bit. And uh, if not, that's your own problem. Go listen again. Thanks for having, <laughs> thanks for having me again, gentlemen. Yeah, of uh, course. Always thanks for joining us. Always good to see you, Jim. Glad your wife showed up. Yeah.